Good morning. It is Tuesday, December 20th, and we've been on live on YouTube trading a bunch. Um, well, not a bunch. I personally trade. I've got a order in full disclosure for Wells Fargo at $40.50. The CFB PB orders Wells Fargo to pay $3.7 billion for loan and accounting mismanagement. Uh, ironically, I will bring it up on the screen right now. Uh, Wells Fargo had a cross-up. Let's go to Wells Fargo. WFC is the symbol. And they had a cross-up in the pre-market. So when I was doing my scans, Wells Fargo came up for $41.80. <clears throat> I put in a buy for $40.50. It has not hit that. It is trading about $40.70 right now. Um, let me look at Active Trader Pro. $40.72 is the um, the bid. So it's nine oh five. Hoping it hits forty dollars and fifty cents. Uh, if it does, that order will go through. Um, so if you'd like to try and play along, that's what I did today. Um, the MACD, if you look, the MACD is just way down. The RSI is at 38, 39. Uh, there's no reason for this. The the company, basically, what it is is the company um, was paid uh, has to pay this this fine for the past, and that means nothing to them. Uh, it really doesn't. So uh, I do think that this is a a buy per se. Um, if you are in our private Facebook group, then you know my dad is a member of the Motley Fool. He pay, pays for the membership. <clears throat> and as part of that membership, he uh, reads from his iPad on a regular basis to me uh, all the articles. If I sit at the kitchen table at any point in time during the day because he's uh, on his iPad all day. But he will sit there and read the articles. One kind of caught my ear yesterday. And it was the top um, ETFs. And uh, I think I do I have this up. Yeah, here's here is, by the way, the article. Uh, I posted it in the live chat on YouTube. So you can, if you pull up the live chat, you can look at that one. But here on the screen, I have them. Uh, VTI is the number one, VOO, the S&P uh, 500. Uh, VTI is a total stock market. But take a look at this list. Um, if for some reason you want something to just buy and hold, say you have an HSA, a healthcare spending account, say you have a Roth, say you don't want to necessarily trade a lot, buy these. These will make you long-term buys. What I'm going to do for the um, TrendSpider members, the people who buy TrendSpider, because again, remember, TrendSpider is on sale for 55, 50% off for the Elite. You need the Elite to use my algorithm uh, for backtesting. You can still set up alerts for your cross-ups uh, in the premium one. You don't need uh, my algorithm for that, but if you want to try and test your own kind of skill and see how these stocks perform, from a backtesting perspective, Elite would be your one. If you just want to alerts from, uh, you know, hey, you know, I, I want to buy when it crosses up and sell, I'll still give you all of the, my exit and entry kind of things, and you can set up the, the things in premium. Um, but I was wrong yesterday. You can't buy it for $32.50 per month. That's just what it costs when you buy it for $390 for the year. But um, for those people, I will be setting up all of these ETFs so that we can track which ones cross up and when on a four-hour time frame. Again, my four-hour time frame, the reason why I do it, somebody asked why why uh, I do a four-hour time frame. 
I don't want to be sitting. This algorithm was created when I had a job. So I had a 40 hour a week job, just like everybody else who's probably listening. Um, and, you know, sometimes I was work, working 60 hours a week. I didn't have time to sit there and just stare at charts all day. So what did I do? I set a four hour time frame. And what that four hour time frame allowed me to do was have a life. You get alerts at 1.30 and you get alerts at four o'clock when the market closes. Those are the only time, two times you get alerts. So I would set up my day. And by the way, I was king of uh, not attending Zoom calls uh, from one to two because I would get the alerts at 1.30 and I would be watching the stock market from one to two. That would be my lunch. Um, So that's why I do four hours. And it did seem to uh, jive. We tried it on a daily basis. And while the algorithm worked on a daily basis from a uh, strategy perspective, it just didn't trigger us soon enough. It got us in too late. So we went to four hours. We tried two hours. Too many alerts. We tried one hour. Too many alerts. And, and honestly, it just didn't perform as well as the four hour. So that's why we did the four hour. That's why I look at four hour because I do think that four hour is similar to a day. There are mathematical equations and, and most algorithms are built on a daily basis. Um, that's why you see heavy volume in the morning, heavy volume right before sell, uh, close because they're built on a daily. So <clears throat> I do think that there's a, there's an opportunity there um, for TrendSpider where I put these ETFs in and I'll put a watch list. And if you want it, uh, I'll share it. So hit me up and I'll share it. Um, I do want to mention somebody from our crew on YouTube yesterday um, reached out to me because they had a bad experience with Fidelity. If you guys have a bad experience with anybody that I recommend, Fidelity, um, TrendSpider, let me know. If I can correct that at all, um, I will try. But, you know, my apologies to the person. She knows who she is. Um, uh, I do not mean to lead you into bad experiences. Companies make mistakes. Companies do things wrong. And it's not always their intention, but eh, sometimes things happen. Uh, Luckily, it was not the end of the world. There was some uh, some delay in, in money being transferred. But uh, again, uh, with Fidelity, you should get Active Trader Pro for free. The only thing that I could think of was that um, maybe with some 401ks, you don't get Active Trader Pro. But I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know the exact situation. She said everything had worked out. She just wanted me to know. And so I wanted to bring up, hey, if you do have a problem, just let me know. Now... Uh, I didn't bring this up yesterday because uh, some of my friends were mocking me um, because I'm not a big fan of Avatar. And it turns out most people are not. Uh, Over the weekend, Disney got killed um, yesterday in in the market. Look at those two candles on the way down. Um, I, I was saying anything below 100. I thought Disney was a buy. Here's the problem. And I, I bring this up with you guys all the time. Disney has a 49 PE. It's got a forward PE of 16. They were expected their earnings per share this year, 170%. Next year, it's only expected to grow by 28%. If we go into a recession, Disney will get hit. Um, You look at December 12th, uh, reiterated Morgan Stanley with a $115 price target, $120 price target. These will probably come down, but Disney's getting beaten down. my guess is Iger's in there. He's doing some stuff. I think you could buy this at you know anywhere in the 80s 
and and probably be happy when it comes back to the 200 day at around 100. Um, that's just my guess. There is no catalyst in the world right now, and there is no reason to buy it right now. Um, but I will tell you it's on a watch list, and I think it's probably a good one to continue to watch. It just got killed. Um, I am going to post this in the YouTube chat right now. These are the megatech stocks that um, year-to-date performance. Let me post this in the YouTube chat so you guys can see it and follow along with me. Um, Meta, down 66%. PayPal, down 65%. Tesla, down 63%. AMD, down 57%. Netflix, down 52 Amazon down 50, Nvidia down 46, Disney down 45, Uber down 43, Google down 39, Microsoft down 28, Apple down 27. The reason I bring this up is because of Apple. Apple has not been hit the way everything else has been hit. And you can see it's got no confirmation whatsoever. It's at 132. I tell you guys to always pick this up on the way down. I just don't think we're done going down. What I want you to look at is, and I was looking at this yesterday because you guys know Apple is a huge, huge percentage of my entire portfolio, and I still have yet to sell any. I may sell some going into the end of the year because what I'm going to do, and I tell you guys this all the time, taxes make just as big a difference as your trades. So trade around taxes. You absolutely want to trade around taxes. Take a look at what I noticed yesterday. And and just when you're below, this is a daily chart, just when you're below um, the 200-day, just take a look. That is at $130 level. So you still have 0.2% to go down to that line. Um, but you've got one almost touching. And, and for a trend line, remember, you want three of them. You've got one almost touching, two right there, and then that third. And so I think that we've got something here um, as, as to, is it putting in a bottom? I would say yes, but go back to pre-COVID. And that's where I'm going to drag this one back to. If we go back to a weekly, because most of those stocks that I just read you, they went back to pre-COVID. And so if you go to a weekly and just pull up COVID, pre-COVID, Apple was at 78 um, did COVID for some reason pull, uh, pull forward a lot of this? Now it is expensive. Apple has a PE. Let's take a look at the PE. <clears throat> Apple has a PE of 21, a forward PE of 19. So when you look at this chart, I think you're probably coming down. Uh, you can see this when back in 2018, when rates started to get pulled up, when things started to look like, hey, we're heading into a recession, and then Janet Yellen all of a sudden in January said, oh, I don't want to send us into a recession, so I'm not going to tighten as quickly as I wanted to. And then you just took off. Then you had COVID. And then you just took off. And then you've kind of floundered around here just above the 120 range. Um, I think you're probably coming back to this 200 day at 114. So I don't want to say that, yeah, we're going lower, but because of that list, because Apple is the number 12 position and it's a come down 27%, everything else has been beaten up. Um, but Apple also is the largest stock in the, the stock market, um, in the history of the stock market, I should say. 
Um, it's also got a significant, significant growth uh, in my mind uh, with augmented reality, virtual reality uh, coming out with a car that potentially could come out. I think they've got their tentacles and they've shown their ability to uh, expand. Just look at the uh, wearables division of Apple. Uh, in S the S&P, I think it would be a top 20 S&P company, just the wearables division, and that's headphones and watches. I mean, at this point, that's just, I think that those are the only wearables. So, um, oh, somebody went through it at $40.50. I think John, let me see. Yep, I got it, John, too. So we, we're both in at $40.50. Um, WFC just went through. So uh, we could see some selling, but I, I, I thought that was a fair price. I think anything around 40 is a good price for Wells Fargo. I personally uh, will probably put in, um, personally in my head, I said, okay, at $40, $40, if I go to 36, I'm out. So at 36, I will sell on the downside. At 44, I'm out. I'm going to sell. I'm using it as a trade. Um, so I, I like that one, but th I, I wanted to point out those, those big down moves because take a look at those companies. Um, there are significant companies in that mix that have great products, great services, and are making money. Microsoft is another one. Google is another one. Amazon's another one. I think you've got opportunity there. I'm not going to go over all of their charts because I want to make it a little bit quick here. Um, there is was a tweet yesterday, um, and I wish I could bring this up. Oh, let me, I think it was on Twitter. Let me look at my Twitter. Because there was a tweet about Apple yesterday, and I want to look at it real quick, um, about it trading below the Bollinger Bands. Here we go. And this is the look. The last time it, Apple was outside the lower Bollinger Band was September 30th. The stock went up 6% the next two days. Um, and Heisenberg says, I'm a bear by heart, but sometimes you got to trade what's in front of you. I could be totally wrong here, but someone has to say it. And again, we're all just guessing here on the stock market. I don't care if you're an expert. There's no way anybody can tell you exactly 100%. But look at the, this is a daily of the, uh, of Apple. And I think it's trading view that they use. They're, they're not using TrendSpider. The last time the daily RSI was this low. See the daily RSI? Let's go and look at the daily on Apple. Um, and he's just looking. Let me make sure I'm looking at the same time period. Um, back to July. So let's pull this back to July. Um, we'll look at this back to July. There we go. Um, and let's take a look at this one. Sorry, I had to pause that. The dog seemed to be coming. But let's take a look at Apple on the daily. And you see the RSI. See it down here, how it's bouncing down? The RSI right now is at 33. If I were to buy Apple, I probably would not buy it right now. And the reason I wouldn't buy it right now is because of this MACD. See how it's going straight down? Um, do you want to get into Apple? Absolutely. Do I think that this is part of the, hey, we're going to go 6% in the next day? You can't time this shit. But I like his analysis. I really, really do. Um, and you can see completely outside the lower Bollinger Bands, completely outside the lower Bollinger Bands, the last time the RSI. And he mentioned, I could be wrong. And I like traders who say they could be wrong. But look at that Bollinger Band. He's right. It's outside the Bollinger Bands. And the last time it was, was September right here. And look at, look at how it made the move up. 
it wants to go back to that nine day. It wants to go back to the 21 and the 50. It wants to go back to that 200. So I like that one. I, I like it a lot. Um, uh, let's look at KOLD. KOLD is crazy because I made mention, I think last week you should buy KOLD. It had another cross up here at $17.40. You're trading at $17.59. Let's go back over to Active Trader Pro uh, and let's type in KOLD. Um, I don't know that this one's going to look at that run. I mean, you were down at 15. So you, you've made this move all the way up here. Um, I've kind of, I need to go back and listen to my own podcast to try and determine, hey, what's the best, um, what's, when did I first say this? But if we go back to Safari, I can tell you probably when I was looking at this right down here, I said at 12 when it, when it crossed up, it, I think it had to go back to the 200 day. Well, well above the 200 day got you out way down here, but I would have said, Hey, take your profits up here at 21. If you bought in at 12 and you get to 21, freaking take your profits. Um, take your profits. Uh, we just got XXX dots biz. Uh, let's see, hot girls for you. Uh, we're hiding. Um, we're going to hide this. Hide user on this channel. Um, yeah, douche. It's a bot. But that's $12.97. I think you're coming back to this 21. I, I, I personally, I would trade this one on a, on a, a, a slow basis because it's run up so much. Um, Active Trader Pro, you can look at it. Do I trade Boyle? Not right now. I mean, I'm sitting here freezing. Atlanta, I got an alert from my, um, my Echo Bee and my Nest. Both. I have both in my house. Upstairs, I have Echo Bee. Downstairs, I have a Nest. Both of them said, hey, your house is kind of cold. And the reason is because I don't turn on the freaking heat. It's Atlanta. What do I need to heat on? It's not going to get down to freezing. Well, ironically, it's going to get down to freezing. So, Boyle, remember, trades on natural gas. So, I, I do think that, you know, Boyle, you've gotten out. It got you out with a loss. Look at that $38. Could have gotten out, you know, taking your 8, 5, 8% if you swung trade this one kind of in a day. So, um, I like KOLD. If you're trading both of them, I like KOLD. Uh, I told you guys a few days ago, Delta Airlines was good. Remember, it pumped up there. It's lost everything. I mean, it really has lost everything. Here is, I think this was... I said, hey, Delta Airlines has got to go back to 40 at some point. Then they had good news. Look at that period, 6.93% on December 13th. But it's just like everything else has lost it. Their earnings are coming up in January 11th. Guys, take a note if you fly. Uh, I was just at Miss America. I did not fly to Miss America. I drove to Miss America. But everybody that flew said Air, the, the planes were packed, packed. They're probably going to get a pump here. On their earnings. Look at what they did last time on earnings. It went all the way from 29 all the way up to 34. You got out with a 7% gain, but you could have gotten 10%. So I do think as we get closer to earnings on Delta, I you're, you're going to use this 200-day right now as support. My guess is you go right past it. Um, if I had to look at this one right now, look at that MACD. It's not crossing up anytime soon. It's still on its way down. The, uh, the RSI is down at 41. I wanted to bring this up just because uh, I had brought it up to you guys. Now, we did buy Wells Fargo at $40.50 this morning. 
Um, Bank of America, remember, they had a cross up yesterday at 3197. You're seeing that bottom button hook on the R on the uh the MACD. See it? The RSI is at 35. Uh, I think the the financials have been beaten down a little bit. You've got uh January 12th is the earnings. So I, I like Bank of America. I, I think anything around $30, I think you can ride it up to 40 again. Um, at some point in time, I think I've got this one in the daily stock pick core portfolio. I, I do like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, a lot. I forget what that. Oh, I think that's from Dumb and Dumber. I like it a lot. Uh, TQQQ, we've talked about this one before. It's lost its ascending triangle. See how it's way down below there? It's filling that gap. Somebody asked me, I think it was Justin, asked me, um, should I get out of SQQQ? If you're watching on YouTube right now, look at that TQQQ. There's no way you'd get into this one. It's at the bottom of the Bollinger Band. Look at um, the uh, the MACD. It's just, there's nothing that tells me that, that you want to buy this to get it back to the 200-day. Now, on the inversion, SQQQ. Look at that. You're just entering the $53 gap. You're at $52.35. Uh, the gap goes all the way up to $59. Will you completely fill it? I don't know. But if I had to buy one of the two right now, it would be SQQQ. Because I, I don't think there's a catalyst to push this one up. Uh, I, I push TQQQ up. But I do think anything under 20 on TQQQ, I think you can buy it and wait till it, you know, we get some type of catalyst on that one too. Um, but for right now, I would say SQQQ. And, and if you're like Justin and you got in at $50 I, you're, and you're at 52 I think you hold on to SQQQ. I think you wait maybe for 55 and then you get out. But identify what you want out of that trade. If you want to trade it on a daily basis and just take 1% and then maybe get in tomorrow, take 1%, you can do that too. Those triple levered ETFs, they move quick. So when, you know, all of a sudden uh, the, the government is funded, boom, catalyst, and, and, and TQQQ goes up. Um, BTU, this is Tom's favorite. This is Peabody Energy. Um, it has you out of the algorithm right now, but I wouldn't say it's a bad buy because look at, look at what's coming up. See that blue line right there? That's the MACD crossing up on that yellow line which is the, uh, the signal line. And so I think you're going to get another buy in here soon. See how those Bollinger Bands are syncing up? Now, if I had to guess, I, I think this one continues to go up. Look at this one. This one's crazy. Year to date, up 183%. It's got a PE of three. It's making money. It's coal. Uh, June, Jeffries, hold to buy at $36 price target. What are you at right now? 28? 36 a way bigger move. I mean, if you want to hold this one to 36, that's why I don't think that you're crazy um, buying into this one, even though it's gone on this run. This one, the algorithm makes you 278% over a thousand candles. Remember, there's two candles in a day on my algorithm because it's a four hour uh, chart. 278% in the algorithm. You have 27 positions. You win 44% of the time. Your average win is 28%. This is absolutely one you could trade based on the algorithm. Now, here's the killer. If you would have bought this a 1,000 candles ago and just held it, you don't trade it, you just hold it, you're up 1,370%. It's a coal company. 
you know, these are the guys with the black faces going in and, and, and extracting the coal. Um, heroes, in my mind, that are powering your homes. Um, it's a horrible, horrible life if you, if you guys have ever watched movies on it. I have never been to a coal mine. Um, I have no interest in being in a mine. I'm slightly claustrophobic, so I, I, I might go crazy. Um, I think it was James wanted me to look at GIS. General Mills. Um, I think he bought into this one. Great move if you bought into this one. The algorithm said buy at $79.27. At 12 cents, sorry. Uh, it has been a legendary move. Uh, earnings, did they come out already? Let's see. GIS. Boom, boom, boom. GIS. Uh, downgrade from Deutsche Bank. Buy to hold at $88 price target. Um, stock falls despite Q2. Let's go to Active Trader Pro and look at GIS. Let's see where their move has gone. They did report earnings. Um, but it's just been a legendary move. Look at GIS down here. Um, it got a 2.48% dividend. Um, their PE is 18. So it's a little bit high. A little bit high. Wouldn't say it's crazy, but it's a little bit high. But you've fallen from 80. 80 um, looks like the market just opened up. But you closed at around 87. You're opening up at 82. You're down 5%. Um, let's go back to Safari. We'll look at this one from the out. Look at that. It's created a gap. So I wouldn't buy it right now. But GIS, again, you play the stock market. This is going to be cre create a gap right here. So there's going to be a gap here between 86 and 83, 82. Uh, I don't know that you necessarily buy it today, but God, before that ex-dividend date, in my mind, I think you make a move up. You're going to use this 200-day at 80 um, as a support level. That's just the fact of this. Let's take a look here. If we go to a daily of general, this is just a consumer staples. This makes all the sugary cereals that you guys love. Um, look at how it clings to that 50-day. It's going to come down here around 81. Between 81 and probably 82 is probably where you can buy it in the next couple of days before the ex-dividend date. Look at the, the, the MACD and the RSI. They're just, they're just falling. It was bound to happen. It's just gone on too much of a run. But if, if you want to buy that one, um, you know, you're still in this as far as the algorithm goes from 79. I probably would get out. Well, that, that button hook happened. It was clear that that button hook happened. Look at that nine day crossing down towards that 21 day. Clear if you're in the, that one. Um, but hopefully you got out before the earnings. If you're just kind of, you know, again, you, you got to kind of play smart and identify. If this was a long-term hold, don't sell it into earnings. If this was something where you were trading and you bought here at 79, say you bought at 79 and you said, hey, it's a trade. Uh, my guidance would have been, hey, from 79 to 87, uh, you've made your 10%. Get out. In, in a consumer staple where you made 10% in what? Less than a month? November 17th to December 20th? Just about a month? Get out. Don't play the earnings and think that you're, you're smarter. Uh, the, most of the people probably got out, like the algorithms and things of that sort. It's just too big of a move into earnings. See, look at the move down on the earnings, and then you went up on earnings. Look at the move just up 
on earnings continue to go up, but you pulled back. Yeah. Yeah. Continue to be smart about this one. McKesson, MCK. I think James brought this one up as well. Uh, you just had a cross up 375. It's expensive. MCK, let's look at it. MCK PE 26. It's expensive. You got a 0.58% dividend. You're up 51% year to date. The only other one that I would say in the healthcare space that I think is similar is UNH. UNH, you're up only 4%. McKesson is up 50% year to date. Um, their earnings are expected this year to grow. This is um, United Health, 12%. Next year, 13%. I still think you can get into uh, United Health at a, a reasonable valuation. Um, McKesson, their expected earnings next year, 6.44%. This year, it's grown 1.25. So at some point, you're becoming a little bit extended here. But at 375, I continue look at look at how it bounces off that 200 day and it uses as support. The 200 days at 364. I think maybe you, you wait until it hits 370. Their earnings are coming up February 1st. I like it though. You know, again, it's making money. It's it's probably a good long term play. Um, their book value is minus 12. You know, just don't look at this cash um, per share. They got twenty dollars worth of cash per share. They got plenty of cash on the balance sheet. They'll probably buy a bunch of stuff. Um, August resumed Morgan Stanley overweight. Uh, June Deutsche Bank uh, hold to buy. Uh, Three hundred and seventy eight dollar price target. You're there. You're there. I mean, you know, let's look at the fifty two week. You're only six percent below your four hundred dollars, which is a fifty two week high. Sixty three percent above your fifty two week low, which was two twenty nine. Yeah. It's a great company. Great company. I wish I would have seen it 51% ago. Uh, two scans that came up. We went over the first ones, Wells Fargo. Uh, we're in. Joe, uh, Captain John and I are in at $40.50. High five again. Um, if you got into this one, let's see where we're at right now. Let's see if it took off. Again, any reaction to the market is an overreaction. You're at $42. Um, yeah, <laughs> we've made a couple of bucks. Um, so great trade on that one. A again, I'm identifying this as a trade, but I like the company and I'm ident identifying it as a swing trade. If I can make 10% off this, I'm going to evaluate it at 10%. If I get out at 10%, I'm not unhappy if it runs to 20% because I made my decision. If for some reason it went down to 36 today, I would have to make my decision then. Do I hold on to it or do I double down? I, I did not buy my entire position. I was waiting to see what it does. I'm not going to buy it again because, I, I you know, again, you're above the $41.80 price point that I like. But if you're on YouTube Live, man, you got, you got live in that trade with me. And if you didn't, shame on you. <laughs> I, for everybody that was on YouTube Live, I identified it. So shame on you. There was only one other scan that I found today. And that's Lucid. LCID. I have no idea. It, this is a retail pop trade, I think. Um, I have no idea why anybody would get in this one, but it was a cross up at $7.24. Uh, let's go back to Active Trader Pro so we can see where it is. They got an influx of cash and it, it essentially diluted people. And I have no idea, but people think that they're not going to go out of business. So they bought into it. 
it's up 4% at $7.52. The algorithm says get in at $7.24. You can see this one just slides. Here's the, the, the reality of this stock, okay? Great trading stock. Would I get in now? Hell no. Um, because of this, this slide right here. Do I think it's going to get back up to this $13 and cover this small little gap? No. Uh, these guys have a lot more to prove before they get back up to the 200-day. That 200-day is in a downward spiral. See how it's downward? See how the 50-day is downward? Even though the algorithm gets you in here, it's trading on the bottom end of the Bollinger Bands. You just got above the 9-day. The Bollinger Band is still on its way down. I just don't think it's a good trade, even though it's a cross-up. I would not get into this one, even though it's a cross-up. It's $7.24. I just, you know, again, you have to identify where you want it. And, and and I was saying this on uh, on YouTube Live. I drive an electric car. Uh, a great example yesterday. So my dad's uh, Model X has free lifetime supercharging. So we have a supercharger about three miles from the house. And we decide every time we kind of go out, we're going to top off a little bit. Um, think about pulling into a gas station and getting free, free gas. That's essentially what it is. So uh, I pull up in the, um, in the car. Um, Hey, we want to go to this supercharger. And it alerts me that stall 1D is out of service. Uh, so there's eight stalls and three are taken and 1D is out of service. So, um, so four, four were taken. So we had three open um, because one was out of, out of commission. So I pulled in. I saw 1D. It was nice, big, wide open spot. I said, you know, that's broken. I'm just going to pull into, I think it was 1C. Pulled into 1C. Everything was fine. Here's the reality of the Lucids and everybody else that uses Electrify America. Uh, your car does not talk to the network. So while it will lead you to the actual supercharger, you could get to the supercharger, then find out the shit ain't working. Well, say you're on a road trip from Atlanta to New Jersey, and you pull into the Walmart, and it's the only fast supercharger that's around for miles and miles and miles, and you've got zero miles. And you pull in, and you find out that it's under construction. Not good. Not good. So I, I wouldn't invest in, in Lucid. I wouldn't look at this one. I would say, hey, it's out. Um, it, it's just not a good investment. Uh, I don't think I have anything else for you guys. Uh, the folks on YouTube are just bringing up retail trading. Uh, I'm, I ain't going over your retail trades. You guys can trade it. Um, but I, I do like some of these. I'll stay on YouTube live a little bit and trade. Um, again, if you have, uh, if you've gotten this far, rate me on, on Spotify, hit those five stars. If you've gotten this far on Apple podcast, please rate it. Just hit the five stars. You can give me a review if you want. Um, I know I grabbed my friend's phone and put in a review the other day on Apple. If you'd like to read it, go to your Apple podcast and look at that. Look at it. Look at the review on my show. Uh, I wrote it myself, so you'll be entertained. I will tell you, you will absolutely be entertained. Um, so if you have any questions, hit me up on the socials. The link tree down below has everything. Uh, remember that the trend spider sale goes on. Let me just see for six more days. After that, I think it goes down to like 45% um, that you get off on the Elite. You do need the Elite. If you want my algorithm, you can absolutely get it. I show you guys all the charts on YouTube. So, yeah. Let me know if you have any questions. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day.